Yes, this is Laura Hooper, uh, host of the Future of Elder Care podcast. I just struck on this idea recently about the ways in which we honor those who have passed on. And I was thinking about my two grandmothers. My uh, grandmother on my father's side, her name was Annette, and she died in 1941 at the age of 23, and um, for a very long time, her grave was unmarked, for decades, as a matter of fact, and most of the family had no idea where exactly she was buried. They knew she was in a cemetery somewhere in Laconia, New Hampshire, but her grave was unmarked. I guess from what I was told, they had a temporary stone and a groundskeeper, supposedly by accident, knocked it over. And ever since then, no one had been able to find her gravesite. She had a sister, Claire, who took it upon herself to find a piece of wood and paint her name. And the year she was born and the year she passed away onto this piece of wood. And this was to serve as a grave marker. And of course, over time, erosion wore the sign down almost completely to where it was barely legible. Last year, I had a chance to visit New Hampshire with my dad and his sister-in-law, my Aunt Sheila, who shockingly and very tragically passed away just a few months after we had visited her. And we scoured this graveyard, what felt like the better part of an hour. Finally, my Aunt Sheila found this faded piece of wood that turned out to be my grandmother Annette's gravesite. My dad's currently in the process of getting an actual tombstone for her grave. But the fact that here it is, 2019, this person that died in 1941, and never really got what I feel was a, a proper send-off. And one contrast that to my other grandmother on my mom's side, Ramona, who passed away earlier this year in April. And it was a lovely ceremony. They picked out a beautiful tombstone for her. And she lived 
a very long, rich life, living to be 86 years old. It was a beautiful ceremony. Many family came from various states. Friends of theirs here in the town of Yukon, Oklahoma attended the service. And it got me to thinking are some lives more significant than others? Should everyone be honored the same way? And really, I don't have an answer. But it makes me think of this issue of dignity. How it's not only meant for the living, but the idea of dignity after we pass away. It's kind of harder to, to define that. What does that look like? Two very different lives. One tragically cut short by a drunk driver. One where the family didn't really seem to want to put forth the effort to even have a marked grave, a proper marked grave, let alone any kind of a real tombstone for one person and such an elaborate send-off for another. I don't really know what to make of all that. But I suppose in one way it shows that Oh yes, I'm I'm sit, sitting for my grandfather right now. So those noises in the background are uh, most likely telemarketers calling him because he's 90 years old or possibly trying to contact my deceased grandmother <laughs> either way. But this this concept of how we we honor those who passed on. Um, maybe something about this story. I guess if there were anything positive to say about it, there was anything positive to say about it, I would say that maybe in some ways this this concept of dignity and showing honor to our elders, in some ways... I suppose it's improved, you know, thinking back on 1941, how mortality was viewed at that time versus now. I think we have a much more dignified approach in many ways. Um, so, maybe in light of that, not everything about this podcast is meant to focus on the negative. There are good things to be said about, I'd say, 
the present and the future of Elder Care. And who knows? I mean, there are probably far more good things in store for how we take care of the elderly than negative things. Time will tell. But I think this is one sign, potentially, of the future good.